We're going to learn a piece from Rav Schwab on Parshas Baaleischa. Now we're not going to start from the beginning because he has, you know, it's a little bit of a, an arichas here. I just want to really take out something from the center of the, uh, of the piece. The Pasuk is in Parak Yud, Pasuk Lamed Hei, Vahibin Saya Arein, Vahimimimesha Kum Hashem, And the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf Yudal and Mabe says that this parsha of Ibn Saya is separating Peronius and Peronius. And one of the Peroniuses that it's separating from is the fact that it says, Vayisu Meha Hashem. In Parag Yud Pasaglam Gimel, it says that they traveled away from the mountain of Hashem. That means that they left from behind Hashem. Taisus there brings a medrash that they traveled away from Harsinai, Ketina Kayetzei Mibes HaSefer, When a kid leaves school, when somebody on the last day of Yeshiva, when it's over, so a child, a Tina Kabayach Mibes HaSefer, um, he runs out. They learned a lot of Tired Harsinai. They were, I guess, uh, they had enough. They, uh, they were on overload a little bit. And then when the bell rang and they were able to move away from Harsinai, they just, um, you know, hightailed it and they did not look back. So was upset about this. That's why I don't want to put this Pranis together with the previous Pranis. Anyway, but this is uh, considered to be a Pranis. And what I wanted to see together with you tonight is what exactly is the Pranis of a Tina Kaber Mbesa Sefer. So Rav Schwab says, Where did Chazal see this? If Chazal are saying this famous idea that Klai Yisrael ran away from Har Sinai like a Tinei Kabarech Mbeis HaSefer. So we're, they had to have gotten this from something in the Pasuk. And the place that they found this is the fact that it says that they ran away from the, the mountain of Hashem. That's how the Pasuk calls Har Sinai. Shinei Sibas Kriyas Har Sinai B'Shem HaRashem. Why was it called Har Hashem? Because the Shechina was Shaira, the Shechina was on top of the mountain. At that point already, by, after the Mishkan went up, the mountain of Harsinai was no longer the Harashem because Hashem's Shechina moved away from there and relocated to the Mishkan. And that's why there was a heter of Aliyah. There was the heter for animals to go up and people could go back up on the mountain after the, uh, the bell rang, as it were, after the shaifer was sounded. And now it has a din of a regular mountain. So then the question begs, why does it still call it Harashem? No longer Hashem. Hashem was when it was when the Shechina was on the mountain. Once the Shechina leaves the mountain, it's not Hashem anymore. Utsrichem loimar sharatzu bnei Yisrael sheishar haharbetu shasai Hashem v'leitelach Hashchina imayim. The reason why it was still called Hashem after Klai Yisrael were already leaving 
is because it was as if to say, I want this, I want the mountain to still be Harashem, and we're leaving, we don't want the Shekhinah to come with us. Let the Shekhinah stay on the Harashem, let the Mount Sinai be the, the continuous mountain of Hashem, but we're leaving, we're not, we're not here. We're not, we're not, we don't want the Hashem to come with us. It's like the mushal would be, let's say, uh, on the last day of school, the kids say, okay, great, this is great, we're going away, uh, vacation's beginning, we're going away, and the Rebbe says, hey, you know, could I come with you on, you know, you're going, uh, uh, you know, to Disneyland, you mind if I, no, 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 you stay here, Rebbe, love you, you're staying here, and we're going to Disneyland. That's what, it, that's the same idea over here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm coming with, no, 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 you stay here. You, it's Harashem. This is a mountain that's really suitable for you, but we just want to run. We want to book, we want to, we want to leave, and you stay here, Rebbe. You're, 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 this is a perfect place for you. Amnam akati muksha so that's basically Rav Schwab's take on where Chazal gets this from. From the Lashon of Harashem, he says so beautifully that that's how Chazal understood that they were Tinek Habech Mesa Sefer. Where do you see that in the positive? Because they still called it Harashem after they were leaving it already. They were still saying, that's the Harashem, we're getting out. We're, you stay here, Rabbi, and we want to we wanna run away. But where was the Einish? Chazal call it Puranis, like it was a disaster that happened, the fact that they left Harsinai, Ketina Kabech Mesa Sefer. But where, where do we find an Einish? And this is a very important Yisai that Rav is going to tell us. Venira, Sha'atayra Melamdenu Lahayel. The Taira is teaching us. Sheshayach Inyan Puranis Beloi Einish. You're right, there was no Einish. There was no punishment. They didn't get zapped for running away Ketinaik. So where is the Einish? The Chet, the sin itself, is the Einish. Dugmala Dabr is going to give us an example. Hakariashma, you say Kriyashma, but Amra Vahapta Sham Lakachabhalavabha in Ainai Margish Bliba Shamavala Kadishparku. When we say Vahta Sasham Lakha, we're supposed to feel the love. If we say it twice a day, three times a day, and we're not feeling that love, we don't feel that Avot Hashem. So, V'yim kein b'man nechshav amirasai. So, what is the point of, of, of saying it? What, what good is it? We're saying you should love Hashem, your God, with all your heart, but you're not feeling it. So, what is it? U'v'espainen al matzavai, the greatest punishment that we could have is the fact that we don't feel close to Hashem. There's no great... Hashem doesn't have to punish me because... That's punishment in and of itself. Sometimes the greatest punishment is, is the, you know, let's say, you know, we get into a fight. The two of us get into a fight. So, and, you know, and, I, and, I, and now we don't, we're not close anymore. So, you're waiting for me to punish you? What's your punishment? I'm gonna, there's no greater punishment 
and the fact that we're not close. That itself is a punishment. It doesn't have to be there's an actual, you know, patch, there's an actual, you know, fight. The fact that we're moving apart is itself the greatest punishment. When you say, where's the Einish for if, if not feel, the, the Einish is that you're not feeling the Ava. That because we sinned and because we, you know, we, we got into our own things so and now we're not able to feel that closeness, that, that feeling, that emptiness, that we're not able to be as close to Hashem as we should be, that's the punishment, that's the Puranis. Also something I think that we could relate to. Sometimes you look forward to Shabbos. And, you know, when you're a bacher, I don't know if you spend a lot of money on Shabbos. When you're married... Spend a lot of money on Shabbos, right? Go shopping and you get flowers and you, you know, the cleaners and then this and then that. And there's a lot of wine and, you know, and, and, and you're, you should be really happy at Shabbos. It should be a time of Einig and Simcha. And then let's say, let's say you're just not feeling it. Let's say Shabbos came and, you know, it's, it's, you're still, your mind is still on, on something that's bothering you from the week or a business deal or, uh, uh, you know, your tests, your finals. And you're just not feeling Shabbistic. And you're saying, that you should be happy on Shabbos. But you're not happy on Shabbos. So, and you prepared for Shabbos. You really wanted to be happy on Shabbos. That itself is an Einish Menashem. That's, that's a punishment. There's probably no greater punishment than that. Than the fact that you don't have to be punished for not feeling Shabbos. The punishment for not feeling Shabbos, you're not feeling Shabbos. Upranis kazu heis nisiyasa me'arsinai. This was the pranis of them running away from Arsinai. Shabarchu ketina kabrech me'sasefer. They ran away like school children. V'nedar mehem hatsa'ar al hiparda me'hamakim. Shekiblu kedushas Yisrael they learned a lot of Tyra at Harsina. This is the place of their Makabal and they were able to run away without feeling that. That is that is the Einish. That's the Einish. You know, this is, uh, this is like we're almost at the end of this man. Uh, this is the last Vad, the last Rav Schwab Vad of the year. Um, and this man is winding down. And I have this Ha'ara every single year. Every single year, guys leave at the end of this man. It's been a whole year of of learning, of, no, I'm, t- I'm not talking about myself, this isn't a personal, this is not a personal thing, I'm just saying, in general, I, ha- I speak to other Rabbeim, like Rabbi Shmulevitz and I have been like the, you know, the, you know, we, we've been commiserating with each other about this for 20 years now. A lot of times, like, people, um, they just, they just leave. You know, you, you go through a whole year, and, 
whether it's with the Rebbe, whether it's with me, whether it's with the uh, uh, Menal, whether it's with Rashiva, whether it's uh, the Abayas, whoever, the RA, Chavris, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But guys pack up their bags and they leave. They don't say goodbye. They don't say thank you. They don't say what they're doing in the summer. They don't say if they're planning on coming back next year. Some of them will. In other words, the yeshiva is basically, for those people, on, uh, present company excluded, the yeshiva is basically a, uh, it's like a movie. It's like a movie. You know, you, at a movie, you don't like, you don't go over, there's no one to go over to after the movie is over. The door's open and you go out, you know, you go out the, the, sta- you know, the back door the, to, the, to the parking lot. And that's it. There's no goodbye. I got what I needed, saw the movie, paid the bills. So who, I don't have to thank anybody. Everything is over. It's good. But yeshiva is not a movie. Yeshiva is, a, it, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into to building yeshiva and, and putting in, you know, hours and dozens and hundreds of man hours, whether it's pre- your and preparing shirim every day into the wee hours of the night and making sure that it's all clear after shir, during shir, during seder, you know, my vaden, my shmuzen, Shabbos I'm here, Yantav I'm here, and, you know, and, and the list goes on and on with everybody. It could be, I'm not talking, the English professors, the deans, the assistant, the, every, you know, and smamish katina kaberich mesa sefer, like, you know, the bell is over, this is when you took my finals, pack up, I see guys like, you know, and they're, they're leaving their dorms with their suitcases and they're Ubering and they're going home, like, you don't bother to say goodbye. It wasn't important enough to say goodbye after a year. Okay, maybe, you know, you have to leave late. So, and what's the answer? What's the answer? How do you, how do, how, how do I understand it? How do I justify it? Connected. What? They don't okay, they don't feel connected. But in terms of like, in terms of a punishment, in terms of like, I'm angry about it. What do I do? How do I understand it? My understanding is that I couldn't punish them more than the midas that they're shown. If after a whole year of, of, of gaining and, and connection, and if they're not getting that, then that's their punishment. If they don't hop after a whole year or two years or whatever that, you know, that they owe a thank you to their Rebbe, so then that's the premise. That's the, the, the greatest punishment they have is that it's not just me, it's not just Rabbi Shemlev, it's not just, it's, this is the way they are. This is, you know, they, 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 this is their punishment. Their punishment is that Nebuch, they don't have that ability to understand the importance of appreciation, saying goodbye. I'm not looking to punish them, that's not what I mean. But that's what Rav Shrab, I think, is saying. That when Klai Yisrael ran away, where is the punishment? Chazal is calling the apprentice. You know what the punishment is? That you guys, you left, you ran away, the Makkam of Tyra, the Makkam of Arsinai, you just were able to run away, that's your punishment. You didn't learn a thing from Mountain Tyra, you weren't affected, you weren't inspired, you weren't influenced, there's, there, there's your punishment. That's the pranis.
And it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's sad. It's a sad thing that, you know, that people, then sometimes, they, you know, guys get married. Rav and I have, Rav and I have this, uh, this thing that, you know, there, there's a famous story with the Chasm Sefer. Chasm Sefer um, once did a favor for somebody. And the story goes, I don't know if it's true or not, but the Chazim Sefer gave, gave him like a little bag of pebbles. He did him a favor and then he gave him a little bag of pebbles. So he says, what's this for? He says, I did you a favor. And I know, I know already from experience with, with, with other people that the more favor I do for somebody, the more it's going to end bad. There, no good deed goes unpunished. It's going to... There's going to be some aftermath of that favor. So I'm just asking you, you're going to want to throw rocks at me someday for doing you the favor, but do me a throw these pebbles. Instead of throwing a big rock, throw these pebbles. What's the point? The point is that when you have, for some reason, when people, when, the more you give to certain people, the less they give back. There's a psychology to that. I think no one wants to feel indebted. So, you know, if you spend you know, tens and tens and tens of hours with somebody and they feel like they're a balchev to you, so then it's hard for them. So instead of, like, appreciating it, they, they'll just rather, like, go up against you and, like, that way they could push back against the, the over, you know, the, this, this great weight on their shoulders of appreciation. It's easier to have tainas. But it's, it's a fascinating thing that a lot of times, you know, the more you do for people... The, the more, the less you get back. There's guys in yeshiva that I didn't do much for, in general, going through the years. And like, we didn't have much of a connection, but when they got married, they invited me, and they gave me a keyboard and whatever. They appreciated it on their level. They appreciated what, you know, the relationship. But very, very often, and if he was here, he would be going like this, you know, like, he'd be giving me this, like, major, you know, because it's so true, the guys that I gave the most to and the guys that he gave the most to, they're the guys, they, get, they go out of yeshiva like a couple of months or a couple of years and they don't invite you to the chasna. Forget about Akiba, they don't, they don't know you anymore. And, and like we go, Did, were you invited to that guy's chasna? Were you? What's the punishment? How do you get back? There's no punishment. Punishment is a nebuch. This person doesn't, he might have been through the yeshiva, he might have gone through a, a hundred shiurim and, you know, and a hundred shmuzan, but like, he didn't get anything from it because his midas were completely unchanged. He didn't become a better person from it. He didn't improve. He didn't shtag. He just, be, he just, he, he learned nothing. I could have given a hundred shmuzan about Akar Satayv, but it went in one ear and out the other ear. And that's the greatest punishment. The punishment and then, let's just end on a, on a positive note, then there are guys in yeshiva that, I just got a text the other day, a guy uh, yesterday, I think, somebody left yeshiva, I'll read it to you. I'm going to listen to the shir, I hope he doesn't kill me. But, I'll just read to you what he wrote, because it was very sweet. Um, one second, one second. Maybe it's WhatsApp. It was very nice. He didn't have to. Oh. He says, Hi, Rabbi. I just got back 
to where he came from to start an internship in the summer. I just wanted to reach out to thank you for everything this past year. I know that a large part of my growth came from all the shmuzen, vaden, and the adrachah you gave, and I, have, and I have to say thanks very much for that. That's a mensch. That means that he didn't just go here. He learned, and he appreciated, and he realized, and he, he was able to, to grasp that it's not a movie. This is a, re, this is a relationship. And it's a, and, and, and as much as the rabbi am given, and I'm not doing this for the credit, I'm not doing it for the coven, I'm not doing it to get a standing ovation at the end of the year, but it's just upsetting sometimes when there is this concept of Tina, and if I'm feeling this way, imagine how the Ebershter felt. He gave the Tayyar Harsina, and all, everyone started just running away. You, Rabbi, you stay here, Harasham, we're running, we're, we're, you know, what do you mean? You, you want to run away from me now? And so I'm just saying, as the, at the end of the Zman Vad, and this is obviously not to the people in this room, because, you know, if you're here at the last Vad of the year, you're, you know, you're the real McCoy. But, so I'm just, I guess I'm venting unfairly to you, which I often do, because I can't vent to the empty chairs, so I'm going to vent to the people that are here, obviously. But, but it's Chas Vashon, has nothing to do with you. You're, you are amazing. You're mamish the Amudiyatavach of Yeshiva, but this is the separation between, between you know, the real, the real Talmidim and the Talmidim that are here, you know, in Neymar. I'm not even talking about the guys that are Bechlal not in Yeshiva. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about the guys that are supposedly in Yeshiva, but that, you know, it's so important and I'm not being Tavea Kavit Atzim, I'm not talking, this isn't about myself. Maybe, you know, it's good to learn as far as your own Rabbeim. So you'll know at the end of this month, as this month is one, no, whatever is your last day here, to go over to your Rabbi and to thank him for all that he's done for you. But if you're not doing that, those people that are not doing that, the Peronius is that they're not doing it. And there's no greater punishment. There's no, if that's the way you're, if that's your behavior, then that means I feel bad for your wife. Your wife is, you're not going to appreciate her. You're not going to appreciate your kids. You're not going to appreciate your, your Rav. You're not going to appreciate anything. And that's the Peronius. That's the greatest Peronius. But if you are able to appreciate it and you understand the Messiris Nefesh that Rabbeim have for Talmidim, understand the, the amount of sacrifice that it takes Loving sacrifice, and it's and and Rabbeim, I think I could speak for everybody, you know, in this issue for sure that they wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But there, it, it, don't think it, it. There's no cost, you know, to be a rabbi today. It's it's very challenging, you know. The, you know, it's much easier to be a doctor, to be a dentist, to be a lawyer, to be an engineer, to be a, you know, it's very difficult to be a rabbi. Rabbeim do not get paid nearly what you know what the cost of living is. So if Rabbeim are coming every day and they're being mesunefesh and they're giving and they're loving and they're caring and they, you know, so it just behooves Talmidim the, not to give a present and not to, you know, send a Hallmark card just to come over and say, thank you, Rabbi, it was a great year. Thank you for what you did. Thank, I, we appreciate it. That's all. And, and if you don't, then Nebuch, that's, that's the punishment. And if you do, that's the reward. The reward is, okay, you, you, you shtag this year in yeshiva because, you know, and that's, and it happens a lot. You know, I, I have Talmidim that sometimes after 
um, certain vaden or after shmuz, they come over, they text me, you know, life-changing. I have people that listen online and they like constantly. And it means a lot, you know. I don't need it, but it definitely, definitely, you know, everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. You know, you think... Uh, people that are big speakers, you know, people like uh, Rabbi Friend or Rabbi, uh, you know, whatever, you know, these, these big superstar speakers, they don't need it, they need it. Everybody needs a thank you. Everybody needs to hear good, positive feedback. And if you gain from them, you know, then you should give them feedback. But if you gain from a Rebbe every single day of the year and of the last few years in certain cases, then you better make sure to thank them. Because if you're running away and you're in the dark of night like a bandit and you don't bother to say, Rebbe, I'm leaving, thank you, then that's the pranis. That's the greatest pranis. That's, this is all Rav Schwab is saying, in my, in my opinion. But Yisumer Hashem, you run away from Hashem, where's the pranis? That's the pranis. That's the, that's the greatest tragedy that a person can have when he doesn't realize that he has to be makritayv to the Rabbanu Shalom, he has to be makritayv to Rabbeim, to, uh, to Yeshiva. And, uh, and this is true even if you're just going away in the summer, you're coming back in a couple of months. Balach has come to go away, to graduate, and never come back, and you still don't bother to say thank you. It's something really, really off. It's something really wrong. So, in Mirza Hashem, we'll all be uh, better people. Rav Schwab taught us a lot of great life lessons this year. Um, beautiful Sefer, Mayan Beis Sheva, so much Chachman and Musser and Hadracha. And I think whether we realize it or not, every week, week by week, we're able to gain a lot of Ashkafa Sachayim, a lot of Hergish, a lot of Yudias, and uh, we're better people for it. And Hashem, it should change us, and we should be more Makusher uh, to Arabeim and to the Yeshiva that we are Yainik from to this degree.